So this week's movie is Toy Story. So I'm really interested to know what everyone's thoughts are going to be um, about this. But um, also on the podcast, it's myself, Andrew, it's James, it's Evan, and it's um, Adam. So, yep, full full team tonight. Uh, so we'll try and get everyone's views on changes and favourite parts and so on and what we always do. I'll, I'll go first, actually. This is quite interesting because there's a bit of an age gap uh, between us, guys. Some of our listeners may know I'm... Uh decades younger than you guys and um yeah it's like uh, we're, it's how, so, it's so polite in the decade <laughs> i am beautiful you are old as time adam's the oldest looking 30 year old i've ever seen <laughs> i i was i was six years old when this came out uh so i was prime uh target 14, for this 14 yeah did you see it in the cinema first no i saw it in the cinema when I was six years old, and I absolutely loved it when I was a kid. I had, I had the Buzz Lightyear toy, and the Woody toy as well. I had the Woody toy even though I was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I saw this until probably two or three years after it came out. Really? You know, like, I missed the initial oh. buzz with it. What was this? this 90, was... Ninety-five, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This game, this film was huge when it came out, mm. and the game. For the SNES afterwards, I remember the, I remember that vivid. I remember that coming up at the same time as well, and um, yeah, huge, massive, huge film. Like one of the biggest films I can remember in my childhood. Like in terms of like how big it was in the cinema and stuff. Well, I, I normally do this at the end, but I may as well do it now. This is how big it was: thirty million budget, box office three hundred and sixty-three million. That's <sighs> Unbelievable great. amount of money. Yeah, that's and that's without everything else that spawned from that. You know, that's, what, that's twelve times the budget, isn't it? Yeah, twelve times, and that's without probably all the toys and all the additional stuff that they came out with and marketing deals with McDonald's and what have you. So I had, I had the Buzz Lightyear toy, and my brother Josh had the Woody toy. He would have been about four. Josh would have been, and I remember, even as a young kid, seeing on the news that they were selling out, and there were people like. Like just there were people like queuing up to Woolworths to try and get them and stuff. Like I was very lucky to get them for Christmas that year. They were sought after toys, man. They were huge. Those things were big times. Like, um, jingle all the way in there. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, it was like the, it was like Jingle All the Way coming to life. Basically, that was. I think even though maybe Jingle All the Way was based on that a little bit actually, because Jingle All the Way came out two years later. So, oh yeah, I suppose did he? No. Yeah, did it? Nine, ninety-seven, oh, jingle all the way. Or ninety-six? It's not. It's not. It's it's after. If it, it's even ninety-six or ninety-seven, jingle all the way. Yeah. Find out. No. What? Wasn't was, this market oh, ninety-six? One year after. So you know, whatever. So wasn't this marketed as like the first fully computer-generated feature film? It was. Yeah. It was. It, and it was as well. It was like um, the first ever. See, there'd been CGI shorts made. Uh, a lot of them by Pixar themselves. But this was the first one, yeah, to be feature length. Massive, massive achievement, yeah. Well, one of their shorts, what is it, Tin Soldier or something? Oh, Tin Toy. Tin, tin toy. toy, that's it. And that's the, 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 the sort of, I don't know, the, the beginning, isn't it, of Toy Story. The, yeah. The characters are sort of based on Woody and... Ben. Also, the, um, the first ever animated film to be nominated for Best Screenplay at the Oscars. Did, did it, what did it win? Or did it win anything? I think it won Best Animated Film. If that was, a, I don't think that was a category at the time, actually. But um, let's have a look. I, I know it was. It was nominated for Best Score, Best Original Song. You've got a friend in me, and um, it was nominated for. Oh no! 
Oh yeah, it was only nominated. Sorry, it didn't win any awards. The but it was nominated for three awards. It was before the um before the animation category was brought into the academy. Mm, yeah, it should have been nominated for best picture though, in my opinion. It should have got a best picture nomination. I mean, it's pretty big feat. Like Beauty and the Beast did. They should have got it as well. Oh, and Ev, what about you guys? No, I think I think like you, it it sort of passed passed me by um when it when it came out i didn't see it in the cinema or anything but um yeah i, I, I remember th- i think watching it on watching it on video after the short uh w- when it was released on there um but i, I was, what adam was saying i remember the like the clamor for the for the buzz Lightyear toys especially how how it was just that was all that was on the on the news at the time i remember around christmas it was just everyone had to get that particular toy and i remember i was uh I knew a guy in guy in university who had who had that um, and the Slinky Dog as well in his yeah. um yeah, which I thought was really well. Cool. I I've got a nephew who would have been about three when this came out, so I think by the time he was four or five, and then I finally got around to seeing the film. I remember him having um the toys. I don't know if it was the Christmas it came out, but it might have been you know Christmas afterwards or something. The the other thing that blew my mind about this when I was a kid was was the fact that um, Mr. Potato Head was in it because I always I always remember first seeing it in the cinema, and when I saw Mr. Potato Head walk up, and talking, because I had one in my house, it blew my mind back in the day. And bear in mind as well, right? The CGI was really like looked awesome. It doesn't look that great now compared to other Pixar films, but when back in ninety four ninety five. It was mind blowing, man. Oh, I, was yeah, like... I, I remember it being awesome. Yeah. And I, I'll jump on that bandwagon ad. I remember Etch a Sketch being in it. Yeah, that's, I had mm. one of them as well. And I... So all of a sudden, you were seeing toys that you played with in there. It's a little bit like what Wreck It Ralph was yeah. a number of years later. And you're seeing mm. uh, other gaming characters that you recognize. And you're like, oh my God, that's you know, Sangi from bloody um, Street Fighter 2. What is your okay? Not including Woody and Buzz, but what is your favorite toy in the film? You can't say Woody or Buzz, though. Those are the two you can't say. I've got two. I got Mr. Potato Head and the Sergeant from the Army. Yeah, yeah. My, mine's the Army Soldiers all the yeah. way. I love, I love the Army Soldiers so much. I love, I love Rex, the neurotic dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So maybe Mr. Potato Head, or maybe the, the Green Aliens. Have they got a specific name? Like me though, did any of you boys find Mr. Potato Head more and more annoying as the films went on? No, he's he, he's no. brilliant. He's such a twat. Like he's he's such an arsehole, Mr. Potato Head is. That's what makes him funny, I reckon. Yeah. But it's especially like in the in the second in the second film where um where I think it's a it's a shot during the credits at the end where like Mrs. Potato Head is packing all the stuff for when for when he goes on his on his trip. And it's just like it's just like a typical married couple. He's like, oh, just get on with it. And she's like, oh, I bring you an extra pair of angry eyes, just in case. He's so savage, though, isn't he? Like he's so harsh. Like I mean, even from as soon as he gets going, like, I wrote this down. He says to Woody, his pull string sounds like a car ran over it. I'm provoked. There's no, re- there's no need for it. He's straight. He's so quick to throw Woody under the bus, Mister Potato Head is. He doesn't. He's such a harsh bastard. Like. Um, all right, let's move on to some favourite aspects then. Um, we, we've mentioned it already, for, but for me, it's the characters and, and the toys that I remember. It's not some just generic, yes, you've got um, Woody and Buzz who are brand new toys to it, but you've got other things in the background, which, again, go back 
when I first watched it, and yes, I would have been a bit older, but it, yeah, I thought it was, you know, blew my mind and I thought, oh, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. One of my favourite aspects, which I always found pretty interesting when I was a kid, and um, I found out the reason why afterwards as well, which is not as fun, but um, I still think it's pretty cool, is the fact that it's got a single parent family in it, and I'd never seen that in a film before as a kid. And because, obviously, I was from a single parent family, it was just, I was like, wow, it's actually, I was like, I'd never seen that in a movie before. So when I was a kid, I found that mind-blowing. I was like, what the hell? It's and never been addressed either, is it? I know why. I know why they did it because well, I. Yeah, I do. As no, well. hang on. No, you don't know why because everything that's come out is rumors. But oh, go can, on. Can, can, can we hear oh, this? Because because no, I've I've. Oh well, I, I thought this was fact. No, go on. My 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 reason is this: is that Pixar, um, they were on a short budget and they couldn't actually make um a, a male an adult male model, oh. so they they had to reuse the assets of Andy and the girl to make people. So they only made a female because it was close to looking like a boy. So that's why they had a single mother. Sorry, I thought you were actually... I, you're talking about the actual film reasons why there's no oh, bad right, yeah. I, yeah, I, I was talking about reasons. No, I was talking about the Toy Story law. There's what no the, reason. What's your theory? What's the reasons? Well, the, the, the biggest theory put forward is that Andy's dad has died of polio. And, because Woody was Andy's dad's toy. Wow, I don't, I don't buy into that one. No, I, I reckon he should just say they're divorced and he doesn't see his dad. Why not just say that? I mean, yeah. he, not that you have to say it in the film, you don't have to address it at all. I like the fact it's not addressed. I oh, know, I, I, that's why I felt like as well. It's just, it's just happened. But like, when I was a kid, because like, I'd always, because obviously, typically in American films and stuff, there's always mother, father, and kids and stuff, which is fine. I didn't have a problem with that. But it was just in this one, I was like, oh, it's, it's just, it, it, and it's like me. He has just one mum, and that's it. He's, he's from a shithole house, like me. <laughs> I do wonder what Andy's mother does, though. Oh, but everything. Everything. <laughs> Mrs. Davis is her name. Mrs. Davis, she does everything. But you, there's another film going on in her bedroom with her Toy Story, but I'm telling you that right now. Cut this out of the podcast. Well, this was, this, this was the same time that the sex cams were coming online, weren't they? Yeah. This film. So I'm wondering whether she was dabbling in that. Oh, but nice big house. Yeah, I mean, how is she affording that house? And she's moving house. She's moved to a yeah. new house. Moved to a bigger house than her own, but porn star. Absolutely, definitely. I, can, I, can, I, cannot, I cannot believe we've got we've taken a right innocent film as Toy Story and recreated it as like the first inclination of only fans from Andy's from Andy's mum. All I'm, all I'm saying, right? That's, is a, that's a username, Ev. Andy's mum. <laughs> Andy, where did you actually think this podcast was going to go over? Oh, um, I, just, I just thought I can't... I, Oh, I was thinking, please, please don't do it. Andy's Andy's mother's quite tasty. You only see her legs and stuff, but she's in good shape. I'll say that for her right now. That's a little bit like a Tom and Jerry cartoon where you only used to see the, the owner's legs. Thomas! Andy's mum's a MILF. I'm putting that out there right now. I don't give a fuck anymore. Isn't, um, isn't the, the person, the, the voice, is her name Laurie Metcalf, is it? Yes, from the, Ro- Roseanne. Roseanne. Yeah. Well, what was her name in Roseanne? Is it Jackie? Was it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and she's in Uncle Buck, and she she's the neighbour, Marcy Dolgan. That's, that's yeah. who it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. oh, he's perked up there. Oh. I don't really like the neighbour in Hot Uncle Buck. She she scares me a little bit. Marcy does, to be honest. But uh, it's okay. Oh. I'll go home and wait for the mailman. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Andy's mom's first name is Marcy. Marcy Davis. It could just be a continue. Maybe this is just Uncle Buck continued. Who knows? 
But uh, yeah, but that was that, that was one of my favorite aspects. Anyway, bit of a tangent there, but uh, I'll leave it over to you guys now. I got loads of favorite aspects, but that's one of them. I like uh, the pacing of the film. I wa- yeah. watching it watching it this time. Obviously, this there's a lot to like about this film, death, uh, of course. But watching it this time, I was like surprised at how like fluid and fast the film went, and it's only eighty minutes. It was it was great. Like you just chuck it on, and within and within the blink of an eye, you fit you at the end. It's 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 interesting because it's, the, the structure is quite because it's, it kind of starts the entire film is the all is lost moment like the, obviously the big trope in films is that you have the all is lost which usually comes in at the end of the second act into the third but the entire film is an all is lost moment and it just keeps going worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until the final bit when they're in the chase the big mm-hmm. spectacle of the movie it's it's, it's a really it's joss whedon though isn't it he, he, joss whedon like he said that um he took the script from the other three writers and he said story's great but the script's an absolute train wreck is just is terrible and he sat he pretty much that's why he's top building the screenplays i i mean i w- i will say that it, it it kind of doesn't make sense the beginning of the film when buzz first no it doesn't it, 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 there are plot holes there, there are big plot because we can get into in changes which uh like why doesn't buzz talk to the humans if he thinks he's why does he pretend to be a toy when the humans walk in it, it yeah, makes yeah. no sense there's other things as well, like how come no human has ever seen a toy walking around? They just walk around in broad daylight in some scenes. You're like, what? Well, right, now you brought it up. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask all of you a question. Would you, if it meant you were the only person alive to ever see it, want to see a toy alive? No. No. I've no. seen no. dolls and I've seen toys, horror films. No way. I'm Puppet Master. Not, if, not even if Woody turned to you at one point and said, and this and nicking this from Adam, no one will ever believe you. And then just didn't speak to you for the rest of your life. His head turns all the way around. <laughs> we can see everything. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he does it like that. Like in, as in, like a horror movie. I'm just saying that Woody just says, "Prog," or "Ev." No one's ever gonna believe you. Yeah. I'd run away. I I would just I would run away at that point. I would just I'd be like kick it out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be like Sid okay. putting on the fire. Here's, here's a question for you guys. And um, actually, first off, right, what was your favorite toy as a kid, guys? Like obviously we're all different ages here. So what was your like number one? Oh, this is Christ. the most- either 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 my Ghostbusters backpack, Proton Pack. I went through stages. I had like first it was He Man, and then um, and then Ghostbusters, and then Ninja Turtles, then wrestling figures. Oh, I used to love the wrestling figures as well. It's weird though, because like I never had He Man. He Man was never, it was never even on my radar. I didn't find all He Man was until I was a teenager because it come and gone by the time I was like five or six or mm-hmm. stuff. Just one of them. Just one of them things. How would you want? Um, similar to Ev, probably He Man, Thundercats. Um, oh, I, I love micro machines. Yeah. Coming, they come mm. in collections of five. Yeah. Um, Lego. Oh God! Yeah, forget everything I just said. Lego. Um, about real Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. I, I love I, my my figures and my Ecto one. Did you have the? Um, I used to love my. Um, I used to have the ones where you squeeze them and their eyes would pop out from the yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, the some, garbage uh, man, and you put the, the garbage thing up, and he turns into a bat of some sort or whatever. I, I just, what, do you know what I was about six, right? I'm not even making this up right now. After watching this film, right, I used to do this thing where I would put a toy on my bed, leave my bedroom, and then run in my bedroom really quick to see if it was moving. I'm not even making that up. Sure, I, I still do it now. <laughs> I still do it now. I was six <laughs> years old. I was only six, but I loved this when I was a kid, and I used to think that, like, I used to kind of want my toys to come to life. Like they did in this, so it was kind of cool, really, in that way. But um, and didn't you have the Thundercats layer? I, I had a small version of it, not not the big one. There was like oh, I'm showing it out, but it's only like a couple of inches tall characters. And they uh, to me, um, I can't remember one of our friends had the the Thundercats cat, and I was so envious of that. Yes, I don't know who that would have been. Well, the 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 car where where yeah, did that? Panthros, yeah, Pan, Panthros big. Oh, Panthros. I had that. Uh, I had that. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. What was the um for you for all of you? What was the toy you guys all wanted but never had? Like the Christmas came along, you were like, "Mom, Dad, I want this for Christmas or whatever," and you just never, and it always burned you up a bit inside. Mine was a mine was a Mister Frosty snow cone. Yes. And I think you said this before, though. You want because I because I had when you wanted the Ghostbusters proton pack, didn't you? Yeah. Now the thing is, right? I used to play Ghostbusters with my friends in school, but I used to use my little my little rucksack and have a little water pistol in my hand, and used to pretend that was a fucking proton pack when I was a kid. I used to run around with that. Just love loving life, like. I tell you, I didn't want it one Christmas, but I always wanted it. One of uh, my cousins had um, the fire station. From Ghostbusters, I, I had that time. Yeah, I wanted always, that. Always wanted that. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you boys something now, and I don't know if any of you will know of this, but it was a toy based on one cartoon called Dino Riders. I remember. I've that. heard, I've, I've heard I don't of that. Any toys associated with it, but I remember Dino Riders. And it was pretty much you had they had the dinosaurs under uh, control because you have to put something on there. On the on the dinosaurs' heads to control their their minds, and they used to ride the dinosaurs, and they'd have all guns and lasers and stuff attached to the dinosaurs. I used to love that stuff. That, that is pure. We need the kids to beg their parents for these toys. Shit, that is <laughs> that, it's that like... is um that that's in a Toy Story short, isn't it? Have you have you have you seen that the toy the Toy Story shorts when it when it's um. Oh, it's it's called the 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 toy that time forgot or something. If yeah. you ha, have a look on Disney Disney Plus and you'll see you'll see this short. It's basically um when Woody and all the all the toys get get with Bo, uh, Bonnie um she goes around a fr- around a friend's house and the, and there's all like di- like dinosaurs be, pretty much based off that exact toy. Um yeah, I've just I've I've just seen it. I've got I've googled it and it's um it's on eBay for four hundred and sixty pound. You do get toy collectors out there, though, but you get these toy collectors that just go absolutely... I used to work with a guy that collected Lego, and you wouldn't believe the money you used to spend on Lego sets and stuff. Like, yeah. I always remember, right, he said to me, he spent, like, 300 quid on this, right? Do you know Nesquik, um, chocolate Nesquik cereals used to get back in the day, right? They, they did a promotion with Lego once, and they did a little Nesquik bunny as a Lego figure. He sent 300 quid on one of them because it was so sought after. Now... Jesus. Yeah, I remember him showing it to me on his phone. I was like, fuck me, man. Oh, I, I, I've just come across something, a toy that I loved when I was younger, and that's Transformers. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that. 
Yeah. I want I I wanted Hot Rod. Hot Rod was the. Oh, I was... I had Hot Rod. I I, <sighs> and I had Ultra Magnus. It wasn't I don't have many, but. Did you ever have that one transformer so you could never put back together again? You could never quite put it back into a car or something again. <laughs> I tell you what I did have, and for years, right, I, I was looking for it because I had a vivid memory of it. But I had a Beetle, and I always thought it was um, Bumblebee, right? But, but I, the version that I had was like a knockoff Transformers. I can't remember what they it's were called. Beast, it's called. Was it called Beastmasters? No, but I know what Beastmasters is. Um, yeah. But it was something similar. And um, it took me years to find out that, yeah, I, my parents actually didn't buy me an official Transformers. They had me some knockoff. Oh, I, bet you, I bet you stormed home from school, kicked the door open and said, you made an absolute mockery out of me in that school today when I came in with the people. Frog was laughing at me. Well, I, I, hey, I was in my, like, 20s until I found this life. Uh, <laughs> right, let's bring it back to Toy Story. Favorite scenes then? Come on, what's people got? I like uh, when the toys turn. What's the boy's name? Sid. Yeah, because I think that's a proper. Almost, it's almost a horror scene. It could be in a horror film that. And well, I very like... similar to what Adam was asking just a moment ago. How fucked is Sid after that though? Like we don't really get to see how fucked Sid is after that. Like a year after that film. Well, there's another rumour, isn't it, about, uh, you know, Sid apparently is in all three films. He's a garbage man in one of them, isn't he? Because he still wears... In the gar- he's a garbage yeah. man in the last film, but he's a pizza delivery guy in the second film. Mm. What was he in the third film? The garbage man. What about the second one? What about the fourth just one? said, a pizza delivery guy. Fourth one, I meant to say, sorry. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if he's in the fourth one. I don't know. If we, I don't know if he's in all of them. I'm just saying there's a, the, the theory is there's that he's in all of them. But, but they always have these Easter eggs, don't they? You know, a, a mm. bit like there's always a number. What's the number? A113? Yeah, it's the classroom. It comes up, which is the studio number, isn't it? If you, if you notice, the, there was a garbage man in number three. He has toys stuck to the front of his van, doesn't or um of his truck. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's definitely wearing the t-shirt. That's all I remember. Because because Lotso gets put on um gets put on there at the end, doesn't mm. he? In the third film. I will say this though, right? Um, the other weird thing, another Pizza Planet truck, the Pizza Planet car. Mm. That's in every single Pixar film, including Brave. Apart from The Incredibles. I think is it not in Incredibles? No, How no. In Brave. I know. I watched a fact video after I watched Toy Story. I had a fact of. Toy Story on, and that fact came on. I was like, "What?" I was like, "This in." Oh, hang on, no. Is is it is it like being weaved into one of the quilts of their sewing or something? Probably somehow. But is yeah, it, is it every Pixar film? Is this one asset they they use in every Pixar film, including Brave? I, I didn't know it was an incredible until I ever. How just... good is Pizza Planet though? Wouldn't yeah, you go there? Well, there's one in Disney World, apparently. Yeah, I know that. I've never been to Disney World though, but I think we should all go and rewind the movie strip. I, I'm not going to tell you that I've been there four times, but, you know. Awesome. What's the pizza planet like, bro? Awesome. Good stuff. Good pizza. Yeah. You, I would have loved it. Gotcha. But I went for my 30th birthday. I loved it then. You have a nice margarita? I did, but I had a margarita to eat and a margarita to drink. 
What, what, what favourite scene were we talking about? Did we talk about the Sid? Yeah, the Sid at the end, though. But yeah, I reckon that kid's absolutely brain damaged after that. Well, I reckon he comes from sort of like a neglected or disadvantaged home anyway. You know, just look at the sort of house he's in, and that's not just him. But and how does he buy fireworks? He's like 12 years old. Let's be real, though. Is Sid that bad of a kid? I mean, he's not hurting any other kids. He's only hurting toys. And he can do what he wants with a toy. Like, No, I know, exactly. Like, if yeah, this, toy, That's where it starts, Ad. Mass murderer next week. He was Ted Bundy tortured toys as a kid. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we all must have, like... Oh, do you remember how oh, devastating it was when you broke a toy when you were a kid, though? When you snapped the arm off? It was fucking hardcore, man. It was really, like, you mourned that. You I just know. remembered some more toys you had, and the wrestlers... I love my re- the wrestlers. WWF wrestlers. I can tell you exactly WWF. the first wrestler I bought. Go on, Ted, go on. Yeah, Ted DiBiase, whatever his name is, the Million Dollar Man. Oh, and I, and I bought it from man. a shop in Brecon. <laughs> Brilliant. And I, I remember got... also the day the ring turned up. Came in the post oh, yeah. in a square box and I had to put it together. Oh, my word. I was in my oils. I loved it. <laughs> I found a WCW little gold belt outside the front door one day, and I th- and and I had like the, I had the ring and the the WWF championship belt, and I thought, right, I'm going to nick that. And- it's it's weird though, like because that's that's one of the things I love about this always the bits and Andy's playing with toys. Because what it got me thinking about was, do you, do you remember like when you were a kid, like how weird it is to think about when you could play with toys? Like, I mean, all kids do it, don't they? I mean, you. Obviously, Andrew and um, Evan, you both got children. Do they still play with toys now, or is it just iPads? No, they mind play with toys. Yeah, yeah, Matt, yeah Ellie, Ellie does. Um, but yeah, Joss, Joss is, too old, is, is too old. She's too and cool it, for that now. Isn't that the start? There was a point in our lives, all of us, where we stopped playing with toys and we didn't no, no. realise it. It's, it's mad, though, isn't it? Because, like, you just... I remember I would, like, lie in my bedroom floor for hours and i just have... My favourite toys would be decked out and I'd... You'd make like these scenes of them, like you'd have like an act, you'd be playing like an action movie with all your toys or something, and you'd be lost in it, like completely just gone for hours. But yeah, like you said, you just stop doing it one day. I, and there's a little bit like there was a day once upon a time where you went out on your bike and knocked for your friends who lived locally, and you didn't know it at the time, but that would have been the last day that you ever knocked for your friends to go for a bike ride. That's quite philosophical, actually, aren't they? And, uh, remember, and, and, and that time was the time Isaac slammed the door in our face. Yeah, we went to our mate's house. Chris, coming out on the bike? No. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Never spoke to him again after that, is it? Oh, bastard. You know what he was doing. He was on the mega drive. No. But I say that, though. Prog, I think last year you came to knock on my house and I went for a bike ride with you, so it, it couldn't have been that long ago. No, I, I, I've got a question for Andrew. We know a deal. Uh, enjoy answering, but we're talking about toys and stuff. Come on, when was the first games console you had? And uh, that's, that's the that's the big toy you get Spectrum. when you're a kid. Isn't it? No, I never had a Spectrum. I'm gonna have to Google this. No, I had a Spectrum. Didn't you have an Amiga, and I had an Amiga 600. Yeah, but that wasn't my first. I'm I'm, I'm just looking up now. I had one of those ones, right? They. I'm, I'm talking early 80s where you connected straight to a TV. All the games were built in. There was probably four games, and I, it was a sports game. It was like ColecoVision, that sort of era. Yeah. Well, I, I can remember mine playing. I can remember this very vividly because 
because obviously when we when we were all kids, the internet, kid, you just didn't have the internet or anything to look things up. So I didn't know what a Sega was when I my first game console was, was when I was about six or seven. I had a vague idea of what a Sega was or a games console, but I didn't really know anything about computer games. And it was Christmas morning, and I always remember the first game I opened up. It was um, Tailspin for the Sega Mega Drive, the the, the plastic case. Yeah, and I yeah. thought it was a videotape. And I remember opening the box and being like, what kind of videotape is this? And opening up the cartridge. And my mom just being like, no, open this big box, you fucking idiot. And like, and, but at first I was like, what is this? And like, I just didn't know what it was. And then I remember my, my mother plugging it all in for me. And she put Road Rash 2 on. That was the first game I played for it. I had Road oh, Rash 2 okay. as well. And like, I remember being like, instantly just being like, whoa. Like, just took to it like a duck to water. Just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Straight away into it. I'm going to share my screen, right? And this was the first um, video system that we ever had. Can you see that? The Binatone. Wow. Oh, I remember them. Yeah. That looks familiar, yeah. How much is that? Um, I, thought you were, I thought you were on eBay then. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'm not, and I'm not being funny, right? But if someone else is looking at that, they, they think you were an 80s child. They think you were a fucking 40s child. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Prog, can you remember when we all, because we all had like Nintendos at the same time, and I think yeah. it would have been around about 90 or 91. I I think, I'm pretty sure I, me and my brother had a, a Super Nintendo about 92, because we had Street Fighter 2 on a Christmas day, and me and my brother played Street Fighter 2 all day, and in terms of the NES, it would have been before 92, yeah, so... One of the biggest tantrums I ever had in my life. I was in the middle of playing Streets of Rage 2. Mm. Um, the, day, the night before, I paused the game and went to sleep. Went to school with the game on pause. And when I come home, I turned the tally on. I was like, Mom, what happened up here? And she was like, oh, I turned the plugs off because they were all on. I was like, Mom. I, was like, I, I, I was remember you to- telling me this before, Ad, that you used to pause a game and yeah. just like leave it and then come back to it. My yeah, mom you would have gone it- ballistic on me. Yeah, yeah, you didn't tell her. Like, just you turn the tally off so they couldn't see what's going on. Like you just prevent you to. You wouldn't tell her you were doing it, but you you would still do it because you were like, "There's no way of saving this. I gotta. I'll just pause that, it, go to school, and come home." That type of that type of devious ploy would never even enter my mind. No, oh, but I remember when I used to do it. Like, I, I, I completed Sonic by doing that. I paused it, went to school, and I was on the final boss. And I remember just being in school, like just rubbing the table, just like that, like. Uh, <laughs> Am I gonna? It's a big day. Am I gonna beat Robot? I got three lives. <laughs> Am I gonna beat Robotnik? And then just getting up from school, and then just like losing to Robotnik and crying. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brutal back in the day. You couldn't save him. What could you? So, has, has anyone else got any fav- other favorite scenes? Yeah, I got. I, I've, I've got. I've got two. I can't. I can't believe we're still on that. Um, the scene where Buzz gets drunk off tea. When he's at the tea party, yeah. I just find I find that hilarious every yeah, time I watch cool. it. I am Mrs. Nesbit. <laughs> <laughs> um and um and the scene where where Ev, where Buzz gets knocked out the window and then everyone suddenly turns on Woody. But it's just it's just for the 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 sergeants. Um how he berates him when he comes out the box. Yeah, you are an absolute disgrace. Where's your honor, dickbag? And it's, it's it's just cracks me up every time. I, um, I love them. Um, I, I one of my favorite scenes. Going back to the army, the first army scene 
with when they're doing the um they're doing the patrol around the house with the walkie-talkie. <laughs> I think that is brilliant. I'm mean, like that that is like one of the best like sections of an animated film I've ever seen. Just go on about me. I, I think it's yeah. I, that's apps this is mind blowing how good that is. And it's like but like that's the clever about this film though and like why i think it's obviously why pixar is so successful because they knew that 3d animation was still in his prime in his it's still in his primitive stages back then and they were like oh we can't really make a film about people because the skin looks so plasticky and that's what made him think well let's make it about toys then because toys are made out of plastic and that's what started that's what got the ball rolling on the project where they're like oh we'll make them toys and stuff and then it works so well though it's it even though it's like really in part you can really see how dated it looks yeah. it, 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 you don't care do you because I, I don't know the filmmaking is so well done I think to begin the film as well is, is such a good opener it was the first thing they animated for it as well the very first thing they animated for the film was that one scene really interesting but uh, I tell you another really good scene obviously is the, the chase with the lorry as well with the, uh, oh with the rock know, the, yeah it's yeah. absolutely brilliant that it is what, what do you think of that Prog because you normally don't like a chase scene I don't think I'm actually put that down as a proper chase scene. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous, the fact that an electric car would keep up with that traffic. And no, and no cars can see it. But, but of course, we're in a world where toys are alive, so, you know, who, who cares, isn't it? Um, the other thing I would say as well is that that chase scene, it doesn't go on too long. Yeah. And it, cha- it changes as well so yeah the electric car is a bit of a chase but that's that's only a chase for like a minute and then after that they got to use the rocket to get going so it's, it's not really a chase then I, I i love the bit though right i because we talked about i talked about the all is lost trope being used but i love the last all is lost moment is the ah oh, the batteries run out hey i've got a match which is a callback to earlier the mat, the car goes past and is that sad bit. But then Buzz's um Buzz's uh visor, visor yeah. being being um, being again given the magnetic sort of like sunbeam thing is a callback to Woody getting burnt on the head. It's it's like so fucking clever how it all comes together. Mm. Yeah, really good. Really well written movie. It should have won best screenplay. Well, Rotten Tomatoes um has got a hundred percent fresh rating for Toy Story, isn't it? Which means wow. no one has ever given it a negative review. Is that just re- is that just critics or is that with the audience as well? Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. know. Sorry, sorry, Didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, you bastard. I don't know. <laughs> That's not in my notes. Right, come on. Let's talk about some changes that we would make if there are any. Um, I'll do one. I'll start with one. Um, and Adam's mentioned it already that some of the animation isn't of today's standards, but at the time it looked amazing. One particular thing I don't think looks great is the dog. So Sid's yeah. dog oh, good. He looks yeah. quite good, flat. Yeah. It looks like um I could, well I can only describe as a, a sort of early PS1 game. It, that dog looked like something out of the veil. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the veil does much, much better than that dog. Yeah, fuck you, frog. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I, I know you mean no, like, but the thing is, you just forgive it because you just think, ah, oh, well, you know, who cares? You know, well, just... when I watched it for the, you know, when I watched it for the first time, I wouldn't have picked that up. I'm only no. comparing it to modern standards now. Thing is, all right, if you compare it to like, if you watch this in Post Story Four back to back, 
because and, and like the animation in Toy Story Four is mind blowing, right? But I would say this is the better movie, and I like and I love Toy Story Four. I love Toy Story Four. I love all of them. It, not not super hot on number three, but like, but I still think this is this and number two are the best ones of the of the films, basically. Or are we going to get into that now? Number three has to be has to be up there just for Ken, the the character of Ken. I think is. is... My issue with number three is that I think it's a bit too, like it plays on the tear jerk stuff a bit too much, and I think it goes a bit too ham fisted with. I don't hate oh, number. Three. It worked. I was in. A, I was a mess when I watched that in the cinema. Have you ever seen that thing? Right, there's a when Toy Story three first came out. Right, uh, you know, obviously Torrenton. It still is big thing now, but Torrenton was going big at the time as well. Someone took the film. And you know the bit when they're about to go into the furnace and they're all holding hands? Someone took the film and edited it, so when they all hold hands, it cuts to black and then the credits roll up with no music. I'd put that, I'd put that out as the torrent, so people were watching it on Pirate Bay. And that was the end of Toy oh, Story. Oh, no. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I it's, it's brutal, though. You imagine being a kid seeing that. The thing is, oh, all right, when I went to watch that in the cinema... I think this is, I think this is a compliment to the film because I was so engrossed with what was happening that I actually believed for a second that they were going to die. Oh, I, I did too. I was like, they're dead. I was like, oh my god, they're killing the toys. This is this is bold. Yeah, I think when if you actually take a step back from Toy Story and realize it's Pixar slash Disney, there's no way they're killing the toys. There's no way. But in the moment that I was watching it for the first time, I was carried away with the film. It was engrossed me to such a point where I actually thought it was going to happen. I, I was I was the same, but for but for Coco, that again another mm. Pixar film. Um, honestly, by by that by the end of that film, I I, I, I was it was floods floods of tears, and the and the 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 cinema that we went to was in Bridgend, MacArthur Glen, and it was um. It was quite. It was nearly full as well, and I was just there going, uh, uh, but it was pro- it was proper <laughs> proper heaving cries like. Uh, uh, uh. I bet there was some snorting going on as well. Oh, oh well, on, honestly, I was a mess. I, and Sean's I, I, got to side you going, pull yourself together. <laughs> I don't know why though, but I I quite like watching a film and and they have it elicit that type of emotion from me. Can I just say though, I, I, I can't think of anything worse for tearjerker wise of, as the bit of, in number two when Jesse's left behind. The, is it Jesse? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, but devastating. Yeah. I, remember, I remember I was 10 in the cinema and I was in floods of tears watching that when I was a kid. I still I get a bit of a tear in my eye now watching that scene. <laughs> the so, it's the music when she oh, loved me over the top. I uh, know. Oh. Uh, Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, but number three, when Andy is actually driving off and Woody is watching Andy driving away, that, if you're talking about Toy Story films, that's the moment that gets me. Opp- opposite emotion, what made, what made me like, but like really howl with laughter was Ken in the third film. When, he, when he's going through, when he's showing Barbie all the costumes and everything, and he does that karate thing at the end, on, honestly, I was, I was, I was creased up for about five minutes afterwards, and Sean's like, shut up, shut up. I was like, you know, Ev, now we're talking about it. Number three is absolutely the best film, I think, because you think of, there's, there's a 10 minute sequence where Mr. Potato Head is a taco. Oh, oh he's the, a, what is he? The rap, the rap. The rap. <laughs> 
Yeah. But at the, at the same time, Buzz has gone Spanish. Yeah. That 10 minute sequence in Toy Story 3 is comedy gold. Yeah. My favorite one is number two. I think number two is the best one because I, 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 my, I like number three. I, I do. I still really, I still watch number three. I've seen it lots of times because if I watch, because I'm going to watch number two on the weekend now because I watched number one. But like, I, I, I would, my, my ranking is two, one, four, three. I, I, I go like that. I, so three, not, not the three is a bad film, but you put three at the bottom of those four. I don't get on with the, there's too much tear jerkiness going on at the end. Do you know what I mean? I can't get on. Adam doesn't like to feel anything while he's watching a film. No, but like, I, I don't cry at number three as much because I just think, I find it a bit too overboard, if you know what I mean. I did when I first saw it. When I first saw it, I was like, I fell for it and I was like, oh my God. But when I watch it now, I get like, oh, I'm like, I, I'm a bit like, oh yeah, you know. But then I always think, why is Andy still so obsessed with the toys? He's like, he's like 25 now. What, do you, are, you say, are you saying you still get somewhat a upset at number two when Jesse's left behind. That bit is still that is the saddest moment in the Toy Story for me. Okay. That bit when I just think you know I think that's I, I like that bit. But I still like them three though. I haven't got I still rate it high. But um I, I love them four though. I think number four is a brilliant film as well. I thought I thought they were gonna ruin it bringing a fourth film out but when I watched it I was so relieved that it was actually a really good film. I'll watch any Toy Story film. I'll even watch Lightyear even though it's God, not got the best reviews in the world. I will watch it eventually, but I'm not. I don't know if I fancy going to the cinema to watch it. Yeah. Come on, any other changes? Um, we've mentioned the start of the film with Buzz, haven't we? It just doesn't make sense that the setup of his actual character, the way he is. But you know. Well, it, it makes sense for the story. It just doesn't make sense in sort of like. I, I know we don't about toys here, but real life. You are right. He he would surely talk in front of, um, you know, real people. The the problem with the setup of, of Buzz's character is made worse when you actually watch number two, and when they're in the sh- the shop with all of those Buzz Lightyears, they're all talking already. Yeah. Yeah. So so it doesn't make sense in number one when Buzz is say Buzz is acting like it's the first time he's opened his eyes. Yeah, this is the this is the thing as well. Like it's just if you buzz Lightyear, like when he sees Rex walking in, he's like, what? He's trying to beam with a laser beam. What's he like when a giant child walks into the room? Which is Andy. <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> child walking in the room and picking him up and going like this and stuff with him. He just kind of stays still like a toy. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's like what? Why? And like, it's the whole thing as well. Like um. I don't buy that no one else has not seen toys walking around. In Toy Story world, I reckon moving toys are like the UFOs or Bigfoot. If the, there's some conspiracy theorists in Toy Story land, just like, I saw the toy move. And like, oh, that, like I tell you what, if they were making a Toy Story 5, that would be a good element to put into the film. Yeah, yeah that would be great. That would, there's some guy, but also like, there's like a UFO mystery style documentary, and someone's all like, and there's like the reenactment, like a black and white reenactment. It's like, I, I was coming back home and I opened the door really quickly and my G.I. Joe ran across the room back into the toy box. <laughs> and he's just, no, I saw, and he's like a proper tin foil hat guy. But he's actually, I walked in the room and my G.I. Joe was, was mid-shagging Barbie. I know. But that's another, there's an element though, right? So Toy Story 3, how old is Andy when he gives him away? Oh, he's 18, he's going to college. They've seen him wonk. 
Oh God, yeah. They've all seen him. They've all seen him slap one off. <laughs> Only Woody. fans and masturbation. Woody, has uh, led- uh, you're telling me they haven't seen Andy's mam do stuff. He's got her own Buzz Lightyear. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, guys, I gotta edit this. What <laughs> for? Just leave it all in. Like, there's, no, yeah. there's no swearing in it. Is you know like it'll yeah, pass the censors. I, I didn't swear, sir. <laughs> oh, but but like, but the thing is, right? Let's just be real. Like, no, when you're like, I'm not going to probe anyone to give stories here, right? But when you're like getting into slapping them, slapping one off, you're really going animalistic and tribal on yourself, right? So Woody, imagine the first time Woody ever led there and just watched Andy do that, and just like little plastic tear going down his little. Well, the thing is, as well, I tell you the worrying thing from Woody's point of view is his point of view. If Andy has put him down in such a way that he's actually Woody's facing Andy, Woody can't turn away. He's got to watch it all. Fuck on like that. (laughs) This kid you've seen from like childhood, just like, oh, in the room. And you're just like. Andy clearly turns him around, I reckon. Andy doesn't want anyone watching. Right, any more changes? Let's wrap. Yeah, yeah, can wrap, wrap, move on. Move on, next time. Let's just say quickly that there are things that you could change, but because the film's entertaining, who cares? Yeah, yeah, why would you want them? So, a couple of facts before we start wrapping up. As we've already discussed, the toys that came out were massive, and there was that one Christmas where you couldn't get a Buzz Lightyear or a Woody for love nor money. I think Pixar, it must have been Pixar, they went to Mattel and they went to Hasbro and neither of them wanted to touch it for whatever reason. I don't I don't know the full reason. So they went to, I think, a Canadian toy maker. Is this before the film came out? Yeah, yeah, it must have been. It was to coincide okay. with the film, I think. Yeah. They, they, and I, I, Actually, I do know one of the reasons. The One of the reasons is that they it was such a short time scale that they couldn't turn it around. So they went to this other lesser known company. But what Pixar wanted to do was release Buzzy, Buzzy, Buzz, Woody, and that freaky head on a mechanical legs from Sid's room. All right. And, um, they <laughs> they politely declined the the opportunity to release that that doll. <laughs> I thought it would have been brilliant. I just found an original box to Buzz Lightyear on eBay going for a bidding from hundred and ten pound as a starting bid. Bargain if you can get it for that. Yeah. Pretty cool, actually. But a um... couple of other facts, just quickly. Billy yeah. Crystal was originally offered the part of Buzz Lightyear, but turned it down. He later said that was one of his biggest mistakes. Um, Do you think that would have worked? Paul, uh, I don't know. There's the thing with Billy Crystal is he's too quick beef, I think. And yeah, Buzz Lightyear is quite military esque. Mm. I don't know whether he would have had, you know, quite structured sort of thing. And t- and Tim Allen, I've got to say, he's a really good. Uh, voice actor, especially in these films. Do you know who Pixar were really trying to get though? Not aside from Billy Crystal, and they were really, really gunning for it, but they just couldn't talk him down on the price. Who? Jim Carrey. Re- for who? As Lightyear. And Again, like, no, that's too wacky. Yeah. No, they, they were gunning for Jim Carrey big time. They were like, they were negotiating with his people. They were trying to get him to come down on price. They were trying to get him to take a cut of the merchandise. He was like, nope, not doing it for any less than this. The problem you have there is this comes after 94. And what came out in 94 for Jim Carrey? Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, Ace Ventura. He had an amazing 94. 
Mm. Unbelievable. He was probably like, yeah, I'll do it, but it'll cost you £10 million. Well, he was commanding £20 million a film later, wouldn't he? Yeah. They just couldn't afford it. But I'm, no. but I'm like you, I'm happy they went with Tim Allen because I can't imagine anyone else doing it. No. I'm disappointed they haven't got Tim Allen doing... Like you. Like you, the film. That's one of the things I don't like so much in the newer ones. They kind of push him away from the main story. Yeah. Because I think in real life, I know Tim Allen's... Um, he, he's a bit politically on the right of things, but I think that because that's made him quite unpopular in Hollywood, it seems like Pixar is a bit like, go over there now, please, and it's a bit like, oh man, come on. He's- I don't understand that bullshit, you know, because he's a Republican, they can't have him in, I just don't get it, but it, the politics have got nothing to do with films, or supposed to be. Films are supposed to be entertainment for the most part. So 99% of the audience, it makes no difference. What no your political view, especially on an animated film where you're just lending your, your voice. Imagine a kid. Like when I was a kid, I remember being like, Mom, he sounds like a Republican. Something like this. <laughs> hey, I don't know what a Republican is now, let alone um bloody yeah, when I was six years old. Uh I think the Republicans in the in Britain would be the conservatives. Uh, yeah. Um, right, final fact for me. Because Toy Story was so huge, it went on then that um, to do the voices for Woody and Buzz and all that malarkey, they lended themselves to video games, um, adverts, other marketing material out there. So Tom Hanks, as being Tom Hanks, isn't always available. Yeah, so, I know where you're going with this. You know where I'm going. So they use his brother, Jim, for many of the voicing elements, especially the, the video games. Yeah. So um, I thought that was a great fact. And so I, I keep meaning to look out sort of like a YouTube video of his brother doing the voice. But um, yeah. well, if it, doesn't his brother do the voices uh, of the Toy Story shorts that they do as well? Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I know he definitely does the video games. Yeah, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure that Disney have done a couple of shorts for Toy Story. And I'm pretty sure Jim Hanks does those as well. Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to... Ask the final question, which is recommend, and I'm going to be highly surprised if it's not a yes from everyone. So, Prog, yes or no? Yes. Ev? Yes. Adam? Yes, would recommend. I give it a 10 out of 10 on my rating. Yes. This this gets the perfect 10 in my book. Perfect 10. Right, we're wrapping up there. On that note, thanks for listening. Podcasts come out every Wednesday. Check out uh, our YouTube channel where we're doing a lot more content. And thank you all for uh, for being on the podcast. Cheers, guys. Cheers, all.